You're listening to Creatively Human with honest conversations about what matters to us and how it really feels to build an online business, put our work out into the world, make an impact in our own unique way, and importantly, to get well paid for it. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, business mentor to quietly ambitious humans. Hi, and welcome back to the Creatively Human podcast. We had a bit of an unplanned break which I might come on and do a solo episode about. Anyway, I'm back now. You can expect weekly episodes from here on out. And today I'm going to give you my review of 2020. 2020 was the year that I started singing lessons, that I dyed my hair pink, that I sold my old business and that I hit new levels with this one. Not to mention, of course, the year that we all lived through a pandemic and all the physical and emotional upheaval that came with that. So here is my review. And before I dive in, let me just say that if you prefer, you can go to my website, ruthpoundwhite.com and read a written version of this instead. What I'm about to say is going to be exactly the same as the written version. I just wanted to put it out there in multiple ways. Okay, so let's get started. Now, I absolutely adore reading everyone's year in review posts at the start of each year and writing my own has always been the perfect excuse that I need to remember, reflect and put things into perspective. And if you go to the version of this post on the blog, then you'll be able to find the links also to 2018 and 2019's year in review posts. This year is a lot later than I planned to write it because life happened. Honestly, the last couple of years have been personally pretty hard. We have lost three family members in the space of two years, most recently a few days before Christmas in 2020, which is why I've taken so long to write this post. It's why I've had an extended break from my business and the podcast and all of that. Now, I'm not going to speak about personal family matters here, but it is important to let you know from the outset that things aren't always as good as they may seem on the surface. And if I could choose one word to sum up how I felt this year, it would be tired. And I can sense that a lot of us are also feeling that. It wasn't all bad though. Difficult times come with profound lessons and I'm incredibly privileged and grateful to have grown in my business this year. I'm excited about what I achieved and what I set in motion in 2020. So let's dive in. So first I'm going to reflect on my 2020 intentions. In January 2020, I wrote a blog post going over my word of the year, my intentions for the year. My word was power, which ultimately to me meant trusting myself, my power as a leader, the power I have to carve my own path and taking powerful aligned action. Now, obviously, the year didn't exactly pan out how I expected it to. Hello, pandemic. And honestly, I mostly forgot about my word for most of the year. But what I didn't realise was that power would also mean facing my demons in lockdown, learning to rest in the face of long periods of unexplained fatigue, which I'm still in conversation with the doctor about, and getting through grief. As for my intentions, I continue to battle with my addiction to social media, though as I write this, Instagram has been off my phone for about a month. I'm loving it. Um, I couldn't connect in person with people as I had planned, though I did continue to connect with incredible women through various groups I'm in, which I'll talk about below. I didn't manage to read 30 books thanks to pandemic fatigue related reading drought, 
but I did read fiction almost exclusively, which I found is really, really good for my mental health. I started blogging a little bit more. I didn't succeed in my goal of learning Tiny Dancer by Elton John on piano, but I did start singing lessons and I was pretty much forced to learn how to rest properly. Now, I'm going to save my word and intentions for 2021 for another post, another podcast episode. But for now, let's dive into what happened and what I learned throughout the year. Winter. I kicked off 2020 with a live event. Remember those? It was the One Live with Susie Ashworth. And honestly, it was life changing. I know that's a bold statement, but it was for many reasons, not least the fact that I had to face my social anxiety head on to even get myself into the room. It gave me the kick up the arse I needed to spend the money, the most money I've ever spent on a coach, which turned out to be a very good decision. I just can't explain how good it is to have the level of support where you have someone to turn to on the other end of Voxer whenever you wobble. The live event also saw me stay away from home and my two-year-old son for four whole nights, shortly after which we ended our breastfeeding journey. And when I reflect on what I have achieved in this business in two years, I constantly have to remind myself that I was breastfeeding and I was sleep deprived for so much of that time. January 2020 also saw me start the first round of my brand new group mentoring program, Rise. This program completely changed my business and I am so proud of the work I did with three rounds of wonderful humans throughout the year. It also forced me to stretch my comfort zone and learn to work with groups versus just one-to-one. I actually recorded a whole podcast episode about launching it. although it has massively changed and grown in subsequent rounds since I first recorded it, but just go back through the old episodes and you'll find that if you want to listen. My son soon started mostly sleeping through the night. Hallelujah. Though I still haven't caught up on that missleep. I did, however, challenge myself to a month of fun, flow and freedom in February. It mostly consisted of a really quick journaling check-in to help me get in touch with how I felt each day. I then simply followed what felt good. I ended up playing a lot of The Sims 2, a teenage favourite of mine, and I even went to the salon and had my hair dyed pink. And if you want to see the photos, they are in the blog version of this episode. Spring. We took a family holiday to Centre Parks mid-March and spent most of the time anxiously checking the news and witnessing guests leave en masse. At least, at least we had one last meal out at Cafe Rouge before we got back home and lockdown was announced the next day. It was the weirdest holiday ever. Business-wise, my anxiety definitely got in the way. I gave myself permission to step back from work while we all figured out what on earth was going on and how we could cope with this new normal. Once my husband and I figured out a childcare schedule, it turns out that I was actually able to earn more money working far fewer hours. And again, I've got a blog post and a podcast episode about how my business was going during the earlier days of the pandemic. My mental bandwidth was massively reduced during lockdown and I really learned how to rest. I journaled almost every day. I spent lots of time in the garden. I quit drinking and I played computer games to get me through. Now, it actually all sounds quite lovely when I was writing it all out, but it definitely did not feel lovely at the time, and I need to make that clear. 
During this time, I had been testing a brand new offer based on a training from Elizabeth Goddard. Um, That's Rock Your Day of Voxer. Um, I was offering a one-to-one day of Voxer, which I loved. And I was in the middle of selling it when lockdown started. So I totally dropped the ball, didn't keep talking about it. So I relaunched it a little while later and it went really, really well. I worked with lots of people and I love working with clients in that way. And in May, I launched my Quiet Ambition course. I kept it super simple, a two-day launch, daily pre-written emails and a recorded podcast. And it turns out, I think it's one of the best things I've ever created. I see it as a bit of a turning point in my business, actually, moving me firmly into the mindset side of things and not just the practical stuff. Summer. Summer saw the easing of lockdown and a glimpse of the freedoms we had been missing. We could see our families again outside. We could go to the pub. We had childcare again. And interestingly, it was incredibly easy for me to slip back into my old unhealthy work habits. Boundaries became more blurred. Play wasn't prioritized. And I started adding more to my plate. Unfortunately, I also started to experience long bouts of fatigue, which I am still dealing with now. And as minor as it may sound, it really isn't easy running a business when you're always tired, when you're suffering with brain fog and your whole body aches. I have a newfound respect for those with chronic illness and a renewed passion to work much less in 2021. In terms of offers and sales, I had some of my best months ever. In July, I made the huge decision to sell off some remaining digital assets from my first business. It was actually a really difficult and comfort zone stretching decision and I recorded an entire podcast episode about it a few episodes ago if you want to listen to that. In this business I sold out my one-to-one mentoring after setting the intention that I was going to do so and truly getting behind the goal mindset wise. It was crystal clear to me that the more I focused on feeling good and prioritizing myself the easier it was to sell what I do which culminated in a really successful launch of my group program, Rise, in August. August was my highest income month ever, and also the month where I invested five figures back into the business. I signed up for another six months with my one-to-one coach, and I enrolled in the Tabwoo Practitioner Certification. And this year, 2021, will see me certified as a life coach, NLP practitioner, time techniques practitioner, hypnotherapist, and emotional freedom technique practitioner. Until now, I have described what I do as mentoring, sharing from my own 13 years of business experience to guide you in your own business, but I wholeheartedly believe in the power of these mindset techniques that I'm training in, and I am now leaning into my role as a coach. So I can't pretend, (laughs) I really can't pretend it was easy to invest all of that money, but it has been oh so worth it autumn. I kicked off autumn with another professional photo shoot with the lovely Amy from Mui Fi Photography, who I worked with last year as well. I hired my first copywriter, Alchemy Rosie from Alchemy Copy Studio for this business. I have hired copywriters in the past um, to write a sales page for my journaling course. And I continued to be massively supported by my VA, Megan at Making Space VA. And in a bid to cultivate a healthier relationship with social media, I started working with a social media manager, Social Style by Nicey. I still have a long way to go, but I am no longer spending 
all my energy worrying about what to post every day. I have a good system for batching and reusing my content thanks to Trello and I will of course be exploring my relationship with social media further in 2021. Offers wise, I celebrated 10k months, I raised my prices and I continued to follow what felt good to me when it came to deciding what to launch next. My journaling course became my best ever selling offer in terms of the number of people enrolled. We are now up to over 90 students, which is amazing. And Quiet Ambition continued to grow. Finally, I ran the Aligned Offers experience for the first time in December, and it was incredible. I experimented with five days of consecutive trainings, and it really paid off with rave reviews. And I will definitely open it up again in 2021. For the first time, I started to see how my collection of experimental offers was forming a bigger ecosystem that really made sense to me, and I'll definitely share more about this in future. Looking back, I am so proud of the products that I launched in 2020. Personally, I took a very brave step and I started singing lessons. I first contacted a singing teacher around 10 years ago, but when I didn't get a response, I bottled out. But now that I'm doing it, I am stretching my comfort zone and it really is so much fun. And as cliche as it may sound, I am also learning so much about using my voice and caring less about what others might think. So if you've been considering something like this, I massively encourage you to go for it. What's next? So that is my year in a nutshell. As I said in the introduction, all of this was happening alongside family illness and loss, fatigue and mental health dips, and it wasn't easy. But I'm honestly grateful for everything 2020 taught me. And as for 2021, I will save that for a future post or a future podcast episode. But in short, I am massively committed to working smarter, not harder which means relaunching things I've already created and setting up systems to sell things on autopilot in the background. And I just wanted to end by sharing some of my most popular pieces of content and things that I created in 2020. So the top five podcast episodes were episode 50, Simplicity and the Power of Doing Less in Business with Josephine Brooks. That was a really good one. (laughs) Episode 53, my weekly planning progress, which is a process, not progress. My weekly planning process, which is much more than a to-do list. Episode 67, leading with joy in life and business with Danielle Brooker. And oh my goodness, I have to give Danielle, Danielle a shout out because it's her book launch day today, the day that this episode is going live. Freedom from busy, go buy it on Amazon. It's gonna be amazing. Um, Episode 52, Prioritizing Creativity in Life and Business with Hira Samir Ahmed. And episode 51, Behind the Scenes of My First Group Program Launch. And like I said earlier, things have changed since I recorded it, but I think you'll find it a really juicy behind the scenes look at things. My top blog post by a mile was how to start a podcast, which also comes with a free checklist if you're interested in starting your own podcast. All of these things are linked, by the way, in the blog post version of this episode. And my top freebie, apart from the how to start a podcast checklist, was my quiet visibility ebook, which you can, let me just get the link to that actually, you can get that at, just go to my website, ruthpoundwhite.com, and then on the menu bar, it's there on the free section of the menu bar. Um, Where was I? Then the top five programs that I sold, number one was journaling for business owners, the course. 
You can find all of these on my website, by the way. Number two was Quiet Ambition. Number three was Cultivate, my email marketing course, which is coming back very soon. And Quiet Ambition is probably coming back soon too. Number four was Aligned Offers, which was amazing to run. That will be coming back, but I don't know when. And number five was Clarify, your big picture business kit, which I, that's going to come back soon too. And the top investments I made were my Taboo Practitioner Certification. By the way, if you look at it and it resonates and you want to sign up, please tell them I sent you. Um, And a year of one-to-one coaching with Ray Dodd, Money Coach. Um, And that's it. Like I said, all the links are in the podcast version of... This is the podcast version. The blog version. And um, yeah, I look forward to sharing more episodes with you on a regular basis starting now and next week where we'll have another interview. Okay, catch you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Human. If you have a moment, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast. It really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation or ask a question for a future Q&A episode, there are three ways to connect with me. On the Facebook group, on Instagram, at Ruth Poundwhite, or my personal favorite, my behind the scenes newsletter. Just go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter to subscribe and keep doing what you're doing because your work really does matter.